You're listening to the Heart and Hustle podcast. We're your hosts, Evie Rupp and Lindsay Roman. That's me. If this is your first time here, oh boy, buckle up. <laughs> Just kidding. But we really do love to have fun around here while also jamming with the episodes that are packed full of tools, resources, and strategies for creative business owners and heck, anybody honestly wanting to learn life and biz tips. And if you're an oldie but goldie, We love you as always. I don't know where that came from, but that just came out of me. Anyways, we're so happy that you chose to come week after week. And if you haven't already, if you wouldn't mind taking two minutes to leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, it genuinely helps us so much as we continue to serve you with free education twice a week. All right, now that little blurb's over, let's talk about Instagram stories today. This is gonna be a short but sweet little power punch episode, and we are not holding anything back as we discuss some of the biggest mistakes that you might be making with your Instagram stories and the things that you should be doing instead that will actually help you stand out, convert followers to fans, build relationship, and grow and sell online. So if you're ready for us to spill all of that story tea today, then buckle up and let's go. You're listening to the Heart and Hustle podcast with Evie Rupp and Lindsay Roman, two photographers turned entrepreneurs and founders of the Heart University. If you're a creative entrepreneur or a motivated dreamer wanting to make the most of your life, this podcast is for you. Each week, Evie and Lindsay bring you actionable tools to uplevel your business and life. So if you're ready to step up to the plate and pursue your God-given potential, you're in the right place. You're ready to live your life and run your business to its fullest? Then buckle up, because here are your hosts, Evie and Lindsay. All right, let's dive on in. Okay, Ooh, so yes. Instagram stories, you should know this by now, but just in case you don't, they are powerful, my friend. They are the, I don't even know what I was going to say. They're they're a beast. They're, they well, are, they're, <laughs> I think they're one of the best ways to drive connection on Instagram. Yeah, I mean... Literally, I would say, yes, they are the best way to showcase your personality, get engagement, build relationships with your audience, show like personal behind the scenes aspects. It feels more personal than normal post. And it really allows you to showcase your expertise as well. They are so powerful. Like, can we just honestly go back to the time before stories were a thing and Mm. we didn't know what someone we followed, like the person we followed, what they sounded like? I remember that. And I like, <laughs> I remember the first time that stories came out and I was like, oh, she sounds like that. Yeah. Not in a bad way, but I was just like, oh, wow. Now I can have like a voice that matches a face and like yeah. connection instantly got better. Yeah. Like you felt more like you were watching some, like a close friend. And then I will say it's crazy. Now when I watch like celebrity stories, I feel even more intimately connected to them. Yeah. Like like Hillary Duff as a great example. I follow Hillary Duff, love her to pieces. And like she stories just like and like literally like I do or like literally like you do. And I'm yeah. just like, "Oh, I know Hillary, but I don't." But like <laughs> you feel funny. like you do, which is like which is the point. I mean, that's the thing you have to recognize is like it's just such a freaking powerful tool and yet still I think so many business owners and just kind of anyone wanting to grow a platform online still get intimidated by stories, which I get. Yeah. Well, I I don't get because I like to be the center of attention, but I get why other people would not want to be. I get why they're intimidating. Yes. It can be, it can feel like a lot. Or I know a lot of people that we talk to are doing them, but aren't seeing the traction or the engagement that they expected or that like Lindsay and I hype up all the time. So if you are feeling this, 
We're going to talk about that today. Yeah. Because mm. I think stories are incredible, yet there's definitely some things not to do when it comes to creating stories. <laughs> yeah. Like a lot not to do. and But the, the, there's things that just aren't helping you and actually could honestly be hurting your business in, in the long run based on yeah. you storying incorrectly. Yeah. I, that sounds harsh, but it's... Maybe not utilizing stories the way that you could yes. see Because I don't the know if there's results. an incorrect way to do it. There's just things that could help you or not. But yeah. likewise, there's a lot of different hacks and things that we have found so, so, so helpful to know over the years of learning how stories work. So we're going to talk about both the do's and the don'ts. So let's yes. just dive right on in with the don'ts. Don't do these things. Evie, go. Yes. <laughs> All right. So first up, please, please, please do not use stories to vent to the world the way that you would vent to a best friend. So oh, kind, of, kind of like recognizing that stories, yes, are so personal and a really great way to connect to people. However- And, and, and you should be personable. Like you yes, should You can them. share like personal stuff and like very conversational, very real, very relatable. That's really good. However, we've just noticed like over the years when like a business owner, especially like a- you know, a, a professional, quote unquote, or even goes onto their, yeah, goes onto their stories and just like lets loose on like a really emotional, typically it's like angry, whether it's angry at the world or bad mouthing like another business owner or bad mouthing, you know, whatever. It's just, it's not a good look. Like people, yeah. people don't really love like really angry, negative emotions, period. Um, and and we want to say too, like we're we're not saying like you shouldn't stand up for what you believe or you know whatever. What we're saying is like just be intentional with like not just showing up on stories when you're really heated in the moment, to like to vent, like oh my gosh, I'm so angry at my mom right now, like she just did blah blah blah, or oh, I'm just so angry. I saw this other you know ex business owner in my industry doing this, and I, can I just say like I just hate that. Like that's where it's yeah. like that just feels weird and it feels and wrong, it, and I think it, it puts, puts off. you in a negative light. I think yeah, because people, I think people are are kind of like intimidated slash like put off by that type of like almost like very intimate like anger where like I think people can feel pulled into like a drama that they didn't ask for almost um and that's again we not to say that you can't discuss difficult things on your stories or that you can't stand up for things that you believe in and the causes that you believe in yeah however what we're saying is like in the heat of a moment that you feel really angry about something I know maybe it can not be the so, best time yeah it can be so easy to go like throw something up on your story without thinking about it but that's where we're like maybe you need to go call a friend and process and vent to the friend. And then yeah. like the next day, actually give time to think through your words and figure out the best way to say something that people are actually going to hear what you're trying to say and not just feel like slapped by a wall of emotions. Yep. No, I, I did that after my miscarriage. Like I wasn't even talking about the miscarriage. I was just in a, like a very raw, heated, like F the world attitude. Yeah. I literally did not give a S-H-I-T. Like, I literally was like, I don't care who unfollows. Like, and I literally, like, went off on something. And I deleted it, like, an hour later. And I was like, that's, okay, I'm trying to have foresight. That's not the best look. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. it's it's relatable to want to do it. And it, it does feel like venting to a best friend because you're probably going to get comments agreeing or maybe disagreeing. But, like, it just, it doesn't reflect well, well on you. Well, the thing that I want to, like, almost compare this to 
is if you're at like a party, like you invite a bunch of people over to your party and they're hanging out with you and like everything like is seeming good and you're having a good time and music is going and people are dancing. And then all of a sudden you just storm up to like a group of people who are sitting there chatting and you're just like, I'm just so angry and blah, and you just like let loose on them. That can feel like really abrasive and really yeah. like assaulting. Like it can feel really hard for the person who's feeling like it's coming out of left field and they like they they just feel like these emotions were thrown on them. So that's the thing like that's what we're saying is like just be aware of how you're utilizing stories especially because that can feel so easy like Lindsay said to just like slap something up in a moment, but mm-hmm. we've noticed that that can actually hurt your reputation and other people's feelings when you don't give it the time to actually think through and say it calmly with yeah, thought through words. Yep. All right, number two on don't. Oh, this, oh, oh. This one's oh, like a, it's oh, a, this, oh. well, I'm gonna let you go off. Hold on. It's <laughs> it's kind of a new-ish, well, it might not be new by the time this airs. In the summer, we're recording this in June 2021. We're just gonna let you know when we recorded this, but we also have been very apparent that we're batching in advance, so whatever. Anyways, uh, <laughs> it's semi-new, this feature. Yes, yes. And basically, it's to auto-caption your stories for you, which sounds so rad, right? It sounds real, like not a lot of work, which we love working smarter, not harder. But then Evie, you go. Oh, I have so many thoughts. Lindsay agrees with me on this, but I would say this is one area where I am just like, uh, Lindsay and I maybe swap seats and I'm the person who's like, every time I see this, I just cannot stand this. And I don't know why everyone is doing it. Okay, this is just me personally. And I'm I'm gonna be like probably going off on this on my story. ironically, because I'm like, don't be emotional in your stories. And I'm sitting here being like, ah. Well, okay, I will say the difference is you're you're heated about a feature. You're not heated about a person or a vendetta against Well, something. also, I will say I'm being a little dramatic. I really you're do being feel strongly about this. Dramatic. Yeah, yeah. but I'm being dramatic. a little over the top on purpose. But seriously, I really strongly dislike the auto-caption feature because... The point of captioning your stories most of the time, yes, is for the hard of hearing community and for people to be able to understand what you're saying. But also on top of that, that's the biggest thing. Yes, please make sure you're like captioning for that purpose. That's the best thing you can do. Yes, to make it accessible. However, the other main reason that the majority of the earth, the majority of people consuming content online it's for them to be able to skim through and see what the topic is, what you're talking about, to read it fast and to move on. Yes, and to move on. People have attention spans of like six seconds and the auto scroll caption feature is literally, it shows like four words at a time and then scrolls to like the next four words and then you literally have to sit and watch somebody's talking story all the way through and people don't freaking do that. They don't do that. They don't do that. I have so much to say. Take your own user habit, like check yourself and watch how you interact on stories, especially when the sound is off and you're not super engaged with it. If you're trying to just like aimlessly watch someone's stories, I can guarantee if they're talking to the camera, which they should, we don't dis- we're, which we're going to get to that, like t- talk to the camera. But if you're watching someone talk to the camera, your attention span most likely is not as long that you're going to sit there and listen or read through those auto yep. captions loading. You're yep. going to pause 
and and read the the gist of what their caption says and like then the text tap. typed out so like you get the information as fast as possible that's just natural yep. instincts in human beings yep like i've noticed myself i think i have sat through and actually like watched a full story of somebody talking with like the auto scrolling captions probably twice. And you have to really like them. And I, they're like some of my favorite people to follow online. I just like literally, I cannot, I can't do it. Like if I'm, and I know the vast majority of Instagram consumers also feel the same way. Having the auto captions is helpful. Yes, because it saves you a little bit of time as a business owner where you don't have to actually transcribe your own stories and like type it up and, and put a text box in there. However, your consumers, your engagement is going to plummet if you're using just the auto captions because people don't watch it. I wish there was, and maybe this, you know what? Let's say, let's hope that Instagram does this by the time this episode airs. But I wish there was like, you know how like you can use a feature on Instagram and then you could like tap through for different versions. Yeah. I wish there was a version where it would auto caption, but then have all the text on the screen at once. Visible at once. That if, would be that would be if, incredible. If Instagram comes out with that, praise the freaking Lord. I will use that feature till the day I die. That sounds amazing to not have to like actually type my own captions. However, it's very annoying. However, I will never, I have had a few people DM me and they're like, honey, there's this new feature. You should use it. And I'm like, honey, I will never touch that with a 10 foot pole until it's actually like all text on the screen at the same time, because my audience will not sit there and watch through to wait for the text to scroll at the speed that I'm talking. That is not, that doesn't happen. That's not the user experience. So I have so much to say, but please don't use that. (laughs) We're we're 15 minutes in and we've only got through two. Okay, let's go, let's go. No, it's great. The third one for don't, is really great because it's kind of, it's it's the opposite of what we just talked about, which is, hey, don't use the auto caption thing. However, don't not caption your stories at all, which yeah. is just just as bad, if not worse, than even using the auto, the auto yeah. thing. Because at least then it tells them a little bit of what to, you're saying. what you're saying. But if you, especially, especially, one, y- you need it to be accessible for everybody, especially people yeah. that cannot hear. However, or, or have their sound off. However, if... You, especially if you have like a bunch of stories in a row of you talking to the camera and you do not caption them, I am not watching that. No. I don't care if you're my favorite person on Instagram to watch. I'm I'm just not. I'm pretty sure actually I've had a couple of like my favorite people to follow, like like best friends, favorite people, love their content. And they're like, hey, I'm in a rush right now. I'm not captioning my stories. Like I'm just going to post them. And I'm like, oh, bummer. And I'm like, (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, no, I don't have time for this. That's funny. Uh, Which is funny because like, I feel like sometimes like we technically do have time, but we just like our, our human brains are like, no, I don't have time. Yeah. Well, I think it's rare that the the people that I'm thinking of actually do that. But even still, like, unless it's like, I get like, they're like, this is tea or whatever. And like, just make it really dramatic. And then I might stay for a few slides to see if I actually want to stay. Anyways, that's actually another point. Uh, number four, don't do, do not talk for a billion stories just dragging on and on without a point or without an actual story. Yeah. Like, we already kind of said this, but people's attention spans are really short and people talking really slowly can really frustrate people. So know that, like, if you're a more, like, quiet, reserved talker, that's okay. That's not what we're saying here at all. But have a point to your story and know strategically how you're going to get there in a way that's going to maintain the interest of 
your viewer. And that's where I think having the text all written out on the screen at one time really helps keep people's attention because in moments for like most users, when the talking seems to be a little bit slower or something like that, like they're reading through the text box and almost reading ahead. And then mm-hmm. by the time your story's over, like those 15 seconds, they've read that text box and then it's on to the next slide and then they're reading the next text box. It's like, that's the user experience. So like having that point, making it as short and sweet as possible, talking a little bit more quickly, don't drag on and on and on without a point. If you if you feel like you're struggling to get to your point, maybe stop, delete, and re-record. Like Lindsay and yeah. I do that all the time. Like all if we're time. talking... And it's like, we're not getting to the point. We'll stop. We'll recollect our thoughts, make sure we know what we're about to say, and then come back on and say it as quickly and succinctly as possible. I'll try to be as succinct as possible unless it's intentionally long and it's dramatic or I'm telling like a funny story, then I don't care if it's long because I know I'm still giving people value. But if it's something that just like needs to be said, I try to get out as quick as possible. Something else you can do is at the beginning of a story series, if it is your face talking to the camera, either teaching or telling a story or something, give people on that very first slide a text and then also say it and and tell them basically what the next few story series are going to be about. That will help tell people, oh, okay, that's what I can expect yeah. to hear versus just like, so I woke up today and then I went to the gym and I <laughs> ran into this guy. And then like that, I'm not, uh, no, goodbye. I'm sorry. <laughs> Well, that's, that's just another point is like, don't have like 25 story slides of you just talking and telling a story without any sort of captioning, without any sort of point, very slow talking that really frustrates the majority of viewers, except maybe your mom and your best friend. So all right. (laughs) From personal experience as well. (laughs) Number five, don't hide behind your work or product and then never show your face. So I know we're like harping on like, don't show your face for a 5 million. No, show your (laughs) face, talk to your camera. Absolutely. Just don't drag it on and then don't take that and be like, oh, okay, so I can't show up and talk. No, please show up and talk. Show up and talk. We want to see your face. Your followers want to see your face. They want that connection. They want to hear your voice. That's going to make them so much more intimately like relatable to you or you relatable to them. They're going to be so much more likely to follow you, comment with you, purchase from you, offer all like all the things that you ideally are wanting. Engage with you, all the things. Okay, Linz, let's give people the scoop when it comes to Instagram. Heck yes, I am down. Give me a second, take a deep breath because this is a doozy. If you didn't know, we just launched the mother of all Instagram courses, the Instagram major. Now, we didn't just teach you about how to use the app to its fullest potential. We also break down the biggest foundational marketing principles that will skyrocket you through your marketing as a whole. Yes, this course is a freaking beast. We have four seasons covering start to finish every single principle and strategy you'll ever need to crush it on Instagram. Yes, so let's break that down a little bit. Season one covers the foundations of marketing. Season two covers content creation. Season three dives deep into mastering the tools of Instagram. And season four teaches next level strategy when it comes to Instagram growth. Throughout all of those seasons, plus a ton of incredible bonuses, we cover in depth a variety of topics from finding your niche, knowing how to stand out, clarifying your brand messaging, creating your content pillars, content categories, and a content calendar, honing in on your aesthetics, batching your content, mastering your Instagram captions, reels, stories, bio, and literally everything else on the gram. And yeah, that's not even half of it. (laughs) 
<laughs> no, really, we didn't even list everything included because we'd be here for another 30 freaking minutes. The Instagram major is packed with four seasons, 28 course episodes, tons of bonuses, PDFs, worksheets, and more. If you're sick and tired of struggling with marketing your business on Instagram, feeling like you're just completely missing your ideal customer, struggling to stand out from the crowd, and exhausted with trying to keep up with everything else on this app, this course will change your business and life forever. Yes, we've packed it to the brim with every single strategy and tool you'll need to crush it on Instagram day after day. It's time to serve your audience out the wazoo and see the sales and growth rolling in. Enrollment is only open from July 22nd through the 28th, so don't sleep on this. We cannot wait to see you inside and watch you crush it on Instagram once and for all. Ready to explode your follower count and reach on Instagram? I mean... Duh, you're probably like, uh, yes. So (laughs) the number one way to grow your following right now on Instagram is hands down the power of reels. We're not kidding. Now, you might be feeling mega overwhelmed. You're seeing everyone else crushing it on reels, but you keep feeling like you don't know the first freaking thing about reels. Like, where do you even start? How do you make them catchy? What do you even post? So if reels intimidate the crap out of you and you're just feeling stuck on where to even start, we have your answer. Our course, The Reels Minor, is a deep dive into reels that teaches you everything you need to know about creating and utilizing reels for your Instagram marketing strategy. From brainstorming and planning real ideas within your expertise and niche to actually knowing how to create reels, how to edit your videos within the Instagram app and outside of it, how to keep and hold people's attention in video, how to create epic cover photos, how to find cool trending audio and sounds, how to do sick transitions to create visual interest, and so much more. The Reels Miner is your one-stop shop on how to create epic reels. Yes, with 12 videos throughout three seasons, including a frick ton of bonuses, we walk you step-by-step through how we plan, brainstorm, batch, create, edit, and post our reels to intentionally gain traction, grow your follower count, and showcase your personality and expertise. To master your reels game once and for all to see insane growth and reach as a result, check out The Reels Miner at www.therealsminer.com. Yes, once again, that's therealsminer.com. I love it. Okay, moving on. Number six, don't use a bajillion fonts and different colors every time you post. Stay consistent with your visuals and make sure it goes with your brand. Instagram gives you like a bunch of different text fonts. Like stick to, I would I would stick to like one or two or yeah. three, but, but for variety maybe, but like don't use like every single one because yeah. you're feeling fancy. <laughs> yeah, also, just be consistent. Also, I would just say, maybe this is me overstepping. This might be me overstepping. <laughs> But there is one freaking font. I have to pull out my phone right now. There is one font that, honest to God, I really don't think any freaking person on earth should be using. Is it like the Comic Sans one? Yes, it's it's that one. Okay, hold on. If anybody's on a story, go to your text. Uh, Well, I guess it pops up with the one that you, okay, hold on. If you're at the very end on the right, go one, two, three, the fourth one. The fourth one from the right. It's the one with, yes, it's Comic Sans. Okay, that that was an easier way to say it. It's just, <laughs> it's just so, oh, I hate it so much. So Design we don't wise, recommend that one. I mean, but I also don't want to overstep. So maybe someone's like brand is kiddish. I don't know. Like maybe they're selling. No, even then you can do it elegantly. I don't even know. Okay, that might be overstepping. Anyways, the point was <laughs> don't on. just switch it. Don't use different colors every other time. Like keep your consistent brand look as much as you can on the app. Yeah, so people stumble on your stories and they're like, oh, it's Lindsay or like whatever. So they're feeling that connection. Number seven, 
batch, don't, don't, sorry, don't do this. Don't batch your stories all at once, only posting once each day to your stories. So even if you like film stuff all the, throughout the day, ideally, I know it's hard because like work-life balance, we want to be off our phones, but ideally don't wait till like only once a day to post all of them. Because what that does is it, it uploads them all at once, which is great, but then it, it doesn't help you stay consistent throughout the day because as your stories, as you're consistently posting like morning, afternoon, and night and all of that, that's going to help your bubble go closer to the front each time you post something new. Um, Mm -hmm. And if you do it all at once, people are going to either not watch all of them or skip through and then they're done. Like, you know, your bubble doesn't appear back up again. Yeah. The only exception I will say to this is if you're on vacation or you're at an event or you're hanging out with a friend or something where you're trying to be fully present. Oh yeah. That's the exception. That's what I do. So I would like, if Lynn and I are on a date or something, I might intentionally try to post something, you know, in the morning or something or like a date day. I'll try to post something in the morning and then maybe like post the rest towards the evening. And that's okay. Like there's grace for that. So we're, we're trying to make this like as a general rule, like every single day, try not to post everything all at once because that that's not the best for the algorithm. However, if you're on a vacation and like I've done this, like, you know, I'll when I travel internationally or something and I don't have Wi-Fi or like service or whatever, and it's like, I want to be fully present on that vacation. I'll like take little stories or phone videos or clips or photos or whatever throughout the day. And then yeah. I'll post them all in the evening right before I go to bed. And to me, that's fine. I don't care. Like that's, I want to be is, present. This is, a situation where we're giving the advice in this point of like, oh, hey, don't do that as a tip to best get your stories the most views possible. We're not necessarily saying that that's the best route if you want a healthy life. (laughs) I mean, (laughs) there's a way to balance it, but it's this is the dichotomy of the best way to get traction on Instagram is to be on the app all the freaking time, which always has a a negative aspect to it. So don't take us being... Yes, there's always a price. So like we're giving you Instagram tips for your benefit on Instagram, that's a little bit different than how we would give that tip if it were uh, work-life balance or social media boundaries. So yeah, that's just give yourself grace on this one. Yeah. And then as the next one, segueing kind of off of not posting your stories all at once every day, don't be sporadic with posting stories in general. So try to be consistent if you're able with like, okay, I show up on my stories at least like every two days or something. Like try not to show up on your stories like, okay, uh, on Thursday of week one and then I show up on like Monday of week five and then I show up like three months later and like try to be consistent with like, showing up and posting on your stories, even if that's just like every other day or you show up like three times a week or something, just consistency is key. And as always, if you can show up every single day, multiple times a day, that's the best thing for the algorithm. However, like we said, that's the best for the algorithm, maybe not for your own personal life. So keep that and take it with a grain of salt. (laughs) Mm, Yeah. All right. Last one on the don'ts list. Number nine, don't do a Q&A where you answer every question by talking to the slide and not captioning them, which kind of goes back to how we harped on earlier. We're not going to cover that again. But I think a lot of people, especially when you're doing Q&As, which are a good thing, and we'll get to that on the do list, but a lot of people prefer a mix-up of what you're doing. So whether that's 
you talking to the camera or putting text on a slide or text over a photo. It just keeps it visually interesting. And it's not like yeah. you just dragging on and on and on. The, it's uh, like the like same, face. it's the same angle, the same position, the same face. There's no captioning. People have to actually sit and listen through like every single clip to understand yeah. what you're saying. Like no people, one's gonna do that. people won't full, like engage. That doesn't mean that like in the Q&A, you can't show up and like answer one talking to camera. That's actually really good. Yeah. Um, however, like, even if, if you do a few in a row where they're captioned, that's fine too. Yeah, yeah. But if it's like every single like slide is you talking to the camera, talking for the full 15 seconds without any captioning, your Q&A isn't going to do as well as it could, which we'll talk about actually why you should later. But that was all the don'ts that we wanted to dump at you today. That took all right. 25 minutes to get through it pretty much. <laughs> it's all good. Well, the do's, you could barely guess. There's There's some tips, but a lot of these are opposites. So do number one, Show up every day, which is the opposite of don't be sporadic. (laughs) Show up every day. It leads us on to number two, which is show up multiple times a day throughout the day, which is better for the algorithm, which again, we kind of already touched on that. But you want almost like morning, afternoon, and night to like consistently get that bubble to the front. Yep. And then number three, which we kind of talked about, use question boxes and other story tools to encourage engagement. So do a poll, do a Q&A with a question box or something. Use like the slider bar for people to vote on something or tell you how their day is going or whatever. Just invite people into engagement using the tools on the stories. That's just it's super good for engagement. Mm-hmm. And question Q&As are really great for engagement. So using those is super helpful. Next, number four, show your face talking in your stories. Again, these are really technically the opposites of the don'ts. And we recommend daily for business owners. And if possible, show your face at the start of every day. Um, If you can hop on your stories once a day, talking to the camera at least once, that will make the biggest difference in your engagement. Like literally, if you've never done that before, I... I challenge you so wholeheartedly. I know it's scary if you've never done it before, but I so deeply want to challenge you to try. You're one, going to get better at it the more that you do it. If you take multiple takes, cool. We are the same because I do as well. And so does Evie. You're not alone in that. (laughs) But literally just you talking to the camera, just like I said at the beginning, like I feel like I know Hillary Duff because I watch her stories where she's talking to me on the, the, like it feels like Like much more intimate than when I ever watched Lizzie McGuire. Like it was like her. Like, you know, yeah. it, well, just, it feels like you're like yeah. FaceTiming your best friend or like, you know, yep. Marco Poloing them or whatever. Yep. Um, so yes, with that being said, uh, caption your stories. I know we literally basically talked about this, but please, please, <laughs> please type them out. So they're not just like scrolling through and they have to sit there through every single story to hear what you're actually saying and don't not caption them. People, I think it's 80% of viewers on Instagram watch and scroll Instagram with their sound off. So you're losing literally 80% of your viewers every time you post a story without caption. Unless it. they just really freaking love you and turn their sound on just for you. But I'm just saying you're not that special and people don't do that. We're not that special. No one's probably yeah, that special. Exactly. <laughs> oh, I love it. Okay. And then number six is going to be switch it up. So I know we talk a lot about showing your face and all of that. Don't just ever like show your face and that's the only content you ever post on your stories. Like show your life, then back to you talking. Maybe the next slide could be like a text graphic over like a colored background or, you know, a photo that you just took on your walk or, you know, something like that. Think of, I guess, your stories as like almost similar to how you would watch TV or a movie. 
they the the camera like the cinematographers or whatever are not just showing the same angle over and over and over never changing for the entire movie like they switch it up and keep it visually interesting and visually entertaining so keep that in mind when you're also creating your stories of like how can i make this intriguing and like showcase different like a variety of content and content styles and types Mm -hmm. and angles where people are going to stay engaged and interested. And it's not just the exact same thing over and over all day long, every day, day after day. All right. Number seven is to use fun gifts and emojis to make people relate to you, make them laugh, add humor to your slide, or just help tell a story in an interesting way. So whether that's literally going to the gift section of Instagram and adding them or fun fact, You can go, if you want to like get something that isn't on the app, go to Google and like on your phone and type in like excited GIF, go to the images that Google pops up, choose one, copy it, don't download it, but copy it. And then when you go to your stories, it should pop up, at least on an iPhone. I I can't confirm that this works on an Android, but it'll pop up. And if it doesn't, you can just go to the text and paste it. And it'll be like the actual GIF, which is a really fun way to like pull stuff in outside of the app and use any yeah. gift that you want. Like it just, it's, it's a fun thing to do, but you could obviously always use the stickers and the gifts inside of um, Instagram as well. Those are fun yeah. too. You can also, there's, you can go to your camera roll within the, like the features. Within. Oh, you can, you can. So you right. don't have to like go to your camera roll and copy and then go in and paste it anymore. You can actually just like swipe up and go well, to your camera example, roll and I like bring it in. I wasn't even saying download it to your camera roll. Oh, yeah, yeah, you then, could do both. Yes, you could do either. <laughs> I love it. Okay, number eight for do on Instagram stories, share the behind the scenes of what you do, inviting people into the process with you. This is especially important if you are a business owner of any kind. Invite people to come along on like a day in the life or showcase like a little bit of the process of delivering the product that you um, provide or the service that you sell or, you know, whatever that is, like invite people into the behind the scenes. People love getting like the behind the curtain look at life and stories is a great place to do that. Yep. Number nine, share moments of your life that are inspiring or interesting or funny. Like any, I I just like, I go through my life and I think like if there's anything that I would love to share because it's funny or like something funny just happened to me. I'm trying to think of an example and then, oh, perfect example. Okay, great. We were going through the <laughs> drive-thru. I literally just thought of this on the fly. We were going through the drive-thru, me and Andrew uh, of Raisin Cane's and literally, this is a funny story, so it's just great anyway. Uh, there was a Chick-fil-A across the street and Andrew rolls up to the drive-thru window and he goes, did y'all plan to like build your raisin cane directly across the street. Like, that's ironic. That's funny. Did you plan that? And it's just dead silent. (laughs) And he goes, welcome. What can I get for you? Oh (laughs) my gosh. (laughs) It was so awkward, but it was so funny. And I, in that moment, I wish I had had, had been recording it, but obviously I I was not prepared for that moment. However, immediately (laughs) after I basically pulled out my stories and I kind of just shared exactly what had just happened while we were still in the drive-thru. And so like, that's an example of like a daily life moment that was funny that I thought people would find humor in and relate to it. They, it makes them connect and relate to me and Andrew. It makes them laugh, makes their day better. If they're having a sucky day, it could make them, I don't know, find humor in it or something like that. So go about your day, whether it's inspiration and you're just like, you're having a good walk and you want to share your walk uh, on the beach or in your neighborhood, or it's something like a funny situation has happened. Just like keep your eye open for moments like that that 
you would want to share. And obviously you don't have to share, but that's just a good example of things that you might want to share. Yes, I love it. Okay, and then the final do for stories is ask questions. Invite your followers to DM you. You know, be like, hey, here's what I'm trying to decide. This outfit for my date night tonight. Should I wear outfit A or outfit B? Or, hey, I am online shopping. Can't pick this, you know, which which couch to get. Or like whatever. Like invite people in to conversation with you. Ask them their favorite books, their favorite, like what, literally anything. Asking questions is a great way to invite people into relationship and into connection. Um, And people love sharing their thoughts, their opinions. It's a great way to build that trust and train your audience to begin to DM you and engage with you, which is just amazing for engagement and growth overall. But it's also a great way to really build that trust and connection with your people just from a personal perspective as well. Right. If you're always expecting people to engage with you first versus you being the conversation starter, like you got to switch that perspective. Yeah. Like start off and do it. Be that conversation starter. All right. That's all of the do's. I low key though, as we were talking, I, I remembered a don't that we didn't write down that I really want to share. So this is a bonus. (laughs) This is a bonus. Don't because I can't believe we didn't think about this to write it down. If you are somebody that gets tagged in a lot of things that other people are sharing, I know. How did we not think of that? Don't, I just advise you, don't share every single story share that you ever get tagged in. And it's not to not honor the person that is tagging you or even to market it because oftentimes the, what they're tagging you in is really great marketing. It's either proof of of the, of clientele that like you are mm-hmm. giving a really great experience. Like if you set a client gift to somebody and they're tagging you because they opened it, like that's great. We're not saying don't share that. We're saying don't share them all the time in a row, and that's the only thing in your stories. Yeah, because people get bored with that. Yep, especially when you're not off. interweaving that with like your own content. If your story yeah. is just the shares, yep. It, your tank or your story engagement will tank. Yeah, yep. I'll just say that. Yep, it's that true. was a bonus. That was a bonus. <laughs> All right. Hopefully, that pile of story do's and don'ts will help you get a f- even firmer grasp on how to approach your Instagram stories with intention and with purpose and with strategy. Because stories are one of the most powerful tools you can utilize for marketing yourself in your business today. So please take advantage of it. Re-listen to this episode. Take some notes. I know we dumped a lot at you today, but hopefully it gives you a good kick in the pants and a good direction to head in. Yes. So if you like this episode, tag us, share it on social media, at Lindsay, or well, I can't, I don't even remember my handle, at Mrs. Lindsay <laughs> Roman, at Evie Rupp, and at The Heart University. And come on, join us on our Facebook group of The Heart and Hustle Podcast. All those links are in the show notes. And if you want a visual of this episode and you don't want to... Well, by this time you've listened to it, if you're listening to me drag on right now, uh, if you want it written (laughs) out for you, the blog is the show note link. So it'll have it all written out for you. So anyways, we love you. Go have fun. Go crush it on your stories today. And we will see you on the next episode.